Broadcasting live from Redondo Beach, California, this is Another Take with Mike Sutherland and Jeff Neeson. Hey everybody and welcome to Another Take podcast. Today, Jeff and I are joined by my very good friend, uh, Kaleo Wassman, and our other very good friend, Alex Curry. Say hi, hi guys. Hey. Hey, everybody. And hey, Kaleo. Hello, Alex. Across the room. Yes, I am across our, our beautiful uh, studio experience today. We're exploring yeah. all the space here today. Kaleo and I were recording vocals today. Oh, yes. Uh, so we were just, uh, we just figured we'd hop there's on all, in. There's 10 guitars in the room. I'm just throwing that out there. In a tiny cube room, there are 10 guitars in here. That's it's a very, good room. Just, They're tools. Just letting you know. Ten. Ten guitars. Ten. Ten. Speaking of Tool, we are also How drinking wine from the lead singer of Tool. Great segue. Good one, right? Alex. Oh, she's yes. a pro. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. That's the big just box right there, gentlemen. it out there. <laughs> yeah. Can you throw it to me, Alex? Um, uh, and now, Michael, please take it away. All right. So, Kaleo, what have you been up to, my man? <laughs> Uh, well, as you know, Mike, uh, because you're very much uh, a huge part of the process of the new Pepper record, we have been locked in this room with 10 guitars um, <laughs> constantly surrounded by us. Uh, and it's it's been really fun. Also, um, yeah, the, the schedule is pretty easy. It's, it's Monday through Thursday for uh, 25 hours a day. And then um, Friday through Sunday, I am uh, taking uh, the yoga teacher training program down in Oceanside at Yoga Oceanside. Sweet. Also a big part of your life. Huge. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited. Uh, this is, you know, I've, I've been around yoga for a while, but, you know, this was the year to actually uh, learn uh, more and dive in deeper than um, I ever thought I would be. And uh, it's been a very unique experience to do it at the same time as recording the, the album that we are recording now. And I'll yeah. tell you why. It's because um, I've been noticing a lot of uh, situations that I, I probably wouldn't have handled as well um, in the, the recording zone uh, previously before the yoga training. Breathing. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely, well, mm -hmm. I'm definitely uh, integrating more of the, the yoga teachings into my everyday life. And it's kind of interesting doing this album and doing the yoga at the same time and actually seeing it work in real time, which is, it's, you know, it's, it's compelling, uh, even more so for me to, to learn more about it. And it's been a couple of years since you've actually recorded an album. What and why now did you guys all decide to come together and create new music? <clears throat> it was time. Um, the last album came out a, a year or two ago, and um, there's a lot of production by it. It was a major label release, so it was on Island Records. And um, sometimes, you know, if there's if there's too much... If there's too much jizz on everything, it, it just turns out to, you know, not be like what you want it to be. That's a, that's a note for you kids out there. Yeah. Don't, uh -huh. jizz, don't jizz Especially on, you guys don't jizz, don't jizz on uh, too much things. As a three-piece right. band, I mean, you, you want it to sound like a three-piece band. Right. You know, and um, it, it's been a really fun experience right now. It's uh, A band is like a marriage very much so, and it's, um, it's always evolving. Uh, and it really helps when you have a partner in a relationship that evolves with it and with you and uh you guys are on the same page and it makes all the difference in the world for a, a successful marriage happiness right you know yeah yeah and mike you i mean you've seen it in the past we've being a band since 1997 how many years is that alex go uh wow 18 uh, i was born in 87 so <laughs> 18 um yeah 
So that you know, it's, it's 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 always she'll get back to you by the end. She'll get it, it. It's it's <laughs> it takes her a little longer. She'll get it. Uh, you know, to be all honest with you, I'm horrible at math. That's why I pass it off on someone else. But uh, it, you know, it's um, you have to keep that spark alive. It's very important, um, and it has been a very very uh, long time. And we've gone through a, a bunch of different situations. And you know, it, it feels good to to be where we're at right now, knowing that we've gone through what we have, and we're still here smiling in this room filled with ten guitars and Mike Sutherland. Well, it's yeah. like uh, Pete Townsend said, uh, being in a band's like a relationship without the sex. <laughs> <laughs> Well, There's in this no, band, we have lots of sex with oh, each other. Oh, okay. Well, so for, it's okay. in most cases, right. I can attest to that. And on a song. Yeah. 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 Dirty Hot Sex, your first big hit, which <laughs> I was in high school, was not allowed to listen to and forced my parents to let me to listen to it because it was when it, when it really hit K-Rock and yeah. came to the LA scene. I was like, mom, but it's so funny. She's like, yeah, but they're having like sexual relations on the song. I'm like, yeah, but mom, I'm not, so I can listen to it, right? Yeah. It doesn't make it I mean, wrong. Give it up makes, by makes sense for me. Yeah, you made it, per that's yeah, perfect. perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. a perfect argument. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that's the edginess that exactly what sold the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's edgy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the fun part. It's a fine line between clever and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get to this because you've been known as the party band. And watching you guys perform, you literally put on a party on stage. Like you guys are hilarious. You got the comedy. You got the engagement with the audience. What That's is this fun. album going for? Are you still that party band, or are you going for more of a you know a musical serious tone, or a mix of trying to still be I, that same band? Or can I can I answer, please? Oh. Hello, producer. Whoa. Please, Mike. How's producer it going? Mike yeah. Again. yeah. Okay. Well, it's a co-production. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. About to, I was about me. to correct you as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, if 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 it were if I were to describe the album, it's a very very good mix of old and new, leaning more towards the old school, and it's a record that if you're a casual listener for Pepper, you're really gonna enjoy it. If you're a long-term fan of Pepper, you're really gonna enjoy it. And if you're a new fan, and if you're a new fan you're really going to enjoy it. And that's kind of the whole the whole aim. And it's it's not going to be something that's super glossy and and for everyone. It's not a pop record in by any means. There's definitely some pop songs. Um the market may not necessarily be ready for those types of songs. Like no offense back to the future. Um you know your kids are going to love it, but um <laughs> uh, I think that if if I were to really go into it, this record is perfect for everyone right now and i think it really represents the way i t i told you this actually i said i think this is like if anyone asked me what it was like to make this record i will say it is 100 percent pepper so where am i when i listen to the first song am i in a club am i at the beach well, am i at a pool party where am i at that's tough because we don't know what the first song hitter. is yet yeah okay well the 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 vibe of the album like because the dirty hot sex album it raged <laughs> it being song, at <laughs> parties it raged at pool parties we saw you i mean we went with you guys to vegas at the oh, oh. we were at the hard rock hard rock a couple years ago and it was like two nights in a row i i, I got kicked out of one of the um the nights <laughs> no it was only one show wasn't it? it was only one show yeah i got kicked out yeah. i had my ticket in my it's pocket vegas, man no one should remember how many shows well, it was <laughs> i'm just gonna put this out there sure, the sure, ticket sure. was in my pocket and they're like where's your ticket i was like i have no idea but i swear to god i was in the cabana with the band 
like 30 minutes ago and I have the wristband. This is a true story. So I should be in there. And they're like, no, you have to leave. I was like, okay, <laughs> count to three. One, two, three, bolt through the door and try and to make it. I see her start it. running, so I just start and running. I had a ticket on me. Awesome. I got thrown out too. And then I get chased out by the security guard, thrown over the shoulder and kicked out. I was like, man, that was cool. Reach my back pocket and I'm like, there's my ticket. <laughs> oh, I was in here the whole time. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Alex. That's a great maneuver. <laughs> That's yes. my last time I've been in Vegas. I think it was like two years ago. <laughs> she got thrown out of a show that she had a ticket to. I had, yeah, you, you and, had and the a, backstage you like, had a guess, wristband Yeah, yeah exactly. You had like next level I tickets. I tried to convince the door guy. He just was not having it. I was like, I swear to God, I was right there. 30 minutes ago and you really should just let me get back there he's like yeah but you need the ticket i'm like but the wristband he's like yeah but yeah. you can't get in there without the ticket to the wristband well <laughs> that's what happens at a pepper show apparently um so to answer your question it, it <laughs> thank would, you yeah it would Full circle it, yeah it would be um you're gonna have it all i think and it's it's definitely a an easy album to put on and, and relax you know especially on a tailgate of a truck parked some coastline in hawaii there we go that's so you now know we got our okay. location our okay. location's you're, figured you're out. getting right. there yeah. now you're giving us a vibe right so and, it's a good and, afternoon. and if a couple friends meet you down there because the waves are good and you know maybe some of your friends brought like a, a cooler had some beers um and some pokey uh and they came down and you know uh some of your friends are going out they're gonna go surf some are gonna stay on and then all of a sudden another friend drives down in his truck and he has a massive sound system in his truck and he just goes and opens the door and puts on the, the CD. And then now everybody's rocking around with a beer in their hands. Some of them are surfing. Some of them are coming in. They grab a bite to eat, listening to music. And it's, say, it's uh, about 5 o'clock. So it's about ha happy hour. And uh, the wind died down. And uh, the sun's got like an hour left. And it, it, feels, it feels amazing to be where you're at. Mm -hmm. I'm digging it. I you, feel like I, I'm there already. Just you, from the limited songs I've heard, I'm, I think it's that's, that's that, an accurate that, description. That's, yeah, that's kind of where I'm feeling the album right now. But yeah, oh. no. Um, and like uh, like Mike said, it's 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 exactly uh, it's exactly where we're at right now, and it's fun and it's good. It's a good record. I'm having fun. I'm having fun too. Yeah. And I think you know that's, that's the what's, important part. Yeah, that's what's gonna cross through. That always comes over. Yeah, <laughs> because when a record does get stressed out, and we've been there before, it it definitely. Um, Oh man, it, it loses its. I feel like that's what the zeal. overproduction starts coming in. You start making up for the that's times the that you're not into it. Yeah, you start jizzing all yeah, over the thing. Jizzing all over the thing. Just, that's, yeah, that's ah, the that jizz. part's okay. Let's just jizz on it, and then it's it'll be fine. Yeah. Let's yeah, add James, like let's James add like a Frank string. All over hold on, hold on. Let's just add a string quartet over there. That'll right, take care of that right. area. Spooks. I need I need a thousand didgeridoos. <laughs> An army of didgeridoos. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of jizz. Oh. Oh wow, that's a good wow. transition. I like it already. You told us earlier, see, that oh. one of the first records you ever owned, see, 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 was George Michael. Yes, and I think that song that you want us Speaking to play, Speaking of Jizz, yeah, <laughs> has a lot of jizz all over it. That's pretty. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. I mean, the album <laughs> "Faith" by George Michael <laughs> was co really compelling at the time I heard it, and I'll tell you why. It's because I had a crush on this girl. And I had a crush on George Michael. I, I had, tell you. Yeah. Well, I still have a crush on George Michael. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I had a crush on this girl, and you know, I found out that she liked the album, so I got that album and learned that album. So I had something to talk to her about. Okay. Now check this out. I have feelings for that album way longer than I had, I had feelings, feelings for, for that girl. girl. 
Yeah. And so, yeah. And so it was like one of those situations where it's like, okay, cool. It's, it's really funny how things find you and what you find in life. You know, it's almost like a roundabout way of, of getting to where you want to be in a sense. I just sounded English well, yeah. right there. I had to get to the way you want to be. Speaking right. of England. Yes. Oh, speaking oh, of England. Mitch. Oh, oh wait. Wrong voices, song. voices. Oh. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Let's Only. just take a real... Yeah, let's pause yeah, here. Let's take a real let's breath. Real deep. So let's give the background of this song right now while we're playing it. He just did. Where was I? <laughs> I was pouring wine. wine. Actually, I was pouring wine for everyone, so I have an excuse. Oh. Yeah, yeah like that reverse reverb. So this is a I relationship It's you like had. you took my breath away. <gasps> If you want that on your record, I can do that. Yeah. You can? (laughs) You can't deny that voice. That voice is stunning. It's like almost MJ, but not quite. I don't know. Lyrical content's amazing. This is the snaps. Wow. Now, this, now check this, this out. Check this out. Some Watch. rules. And no. Yeah. Second verse. You thought a chorus was coming. Yeah. I did. I was ready That's for it. So it had the building good. chord, it had that major chord. That's that was so heavy. Go. Second verse. Well, this is when albums were selling. You could do this shit. When yeah. people had more of an attention span than 15 seconds on the Instagram video. Right. You know, this is like, wow, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm head first in all this jazz. We're a minute and 35 <laughs> in, and there's yeah. no, no chorus. chorus. <laughs> And you still had you still had record players. Oh, yeah. I, right? I actually, this I actually still had this on tape. Strong. I had yeah. this on tape. Cassette tape. Yeah. Where you flipped it? Yep. Yep. No, so I, I had remember a, that. I had auto reverse. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I never oh, had that. Oh, here comes. A choir? Church choir. Imagine oh. having that kind of budget. <laughs> right here. Mine. If only you could see the scene in the studio right now. <laughs> There's hands in the air. Kaleo, how old were you when this have, was I, your I must have been in about jam. fourth or fifth grade. I don't know. Does it have the year the album came out? Uh, this album came out in 1987. 80, 87? I was fourth, fourth I was, grade? I was born. I was born, I was yep. born a year like before. We I was born. a year old. Well, you goddamn kids. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, you want to know is there something great about this guy, about too? about George Michael, he does, he doesn't even sing the hook. He has a choir sing the hook for him. True. Oh, that's true. Genius. He just sings like he's whispering in a lover's ear the whole yes. time. That's he about does. It. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yeah. And then a chorus of people sing. Yeah. It's just hook. like it's like sex angels hopping <laughs> on the chorus, you know? Uh, new band name. Done deal. <laughs> sex angels. Right here. I hope he goes to the chorus this time. Yeah. No, he does. Is okay. it? Okay, watch, right, right this here. is a five and a half minute song. He you can't tease me out. again. See, and he's just he's just ad libbing in the back. Well, if you listen, there's like. <laughs> oh, ultimate bridge. It's funny. 
instrumentally, there's not a whole lot going on. Oh, there's on. almost nothing no. going on. It's pretty much just a pad and a yep. snap. Well, you got that bass. What more do you need? Yeah, you got the voices of an angel. They're sex angels. Voices of angels. Right, sex not angels. just one. You have a choir angel. Yes. We have an army of have, sex angels. Yeah. Yes. And then you have the lead <laughs> angel. Dude, God knows what back there. Whispering in your ear. You, there's no chance. To not now, now check love. out this one. You're gonna love this. All right. This has a token key watch change, this. doesn't right, it? Right it does. No, no, no. Watch. No. You thought a chorus was coming. Yes. He did it again. He just. Does this song have a token key change at the end, where we go a full step higher? He maybe? just fucked you. Oh, can I say? So, yeah. Okay. You he can say whatever you the fuck you want like, on this whoa. podcast. Yeah. The jizzing wasn't enough indication that you could cuss. This just seems like a song <laughs> that would have a jizzes. Oh. The bridge is still going, by the way. It I just seems like they're going to have a key change. Setting up for it. Oh, it was digital a, harp? It, what yeah. do you think of the digital harp in there? Well, it was a very progressive 80s instrument. Yeah. Right here. Hey, they were breaking new ground, Hold Mike. on! Yeah. Put your tiny hands. Right. Yeah, there it's kind of pedophilia. Huh? Well, I mean, we all really know what the song's about, right? Pedophilia. No. Right. <laughs> well, tiny hands make dicks look bigger. Uh, Who loves you every day of the week? To the end of. Explain it, please. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no? self-explanatory. All right. Yeah, if you know his sexual orientation. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know the cool thing is too is like in the '80s he was the most massive sex symbol. L- Yes, thank you. Sex symbol. And then See, he had to live a lie because he was fucking, he, he, he loved dudes. Bruce Jenner. The well, modern no, well, day. No, no, this, yeah, this th- is, no, he, he like, and he had to like put that, on like, that man. whole thing. Yeah. Kind of like what happened to like Ricky Martin, right? Uh, I, 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 I think he, everyone knew. And he swung the other way. There's really no well, surprise I mean, there. Whatever way you're swinging, Latina. it must be so liberating to like not have people look at you thinking you have to swing Something that way. Something else. I you was know? just saying the other day, it's like it's a really good time to be gay compared to any well, other time in history. It's well, a good time to be in, open. In where we live. Open. Well, yeah, I just yeah. mean yeah. in terms of like the, I don't know, 60s, 70s, any time in the past, it was. I mean, I, 90s, if you were going to come out, now would be ago. the best time you could possibly come out. Just throwing yeah. that out there. I, right. I think you have the most support now than you yeah. ever have. And it's I, only going to continue to get better. And that's yeah. what I love. Yeah. Because uh, seriously, it just comes down to love. That's Definitely. all it is. And no, Miley Cyrus care. said it best. Yes, Uh-oh. quoting Whoa. it. Whoa. A couple, a couple weeks ago, I mean, she was dating Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, and she's a full hippie. Celeb gossip here. Well, she's a Mel, full. I, I love Mel in the corner. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, that's true. Full she was hippie true. right now. Um, <laughs> she has an organization where she helps um, homeless kids find homes, food, whatever it may be. It's called like, I think it's like Happy Hippie, Dirty Happy Hippie or something like that. Dirty Happy Hippie. And I mean, she's a full-blown, amazing, beautiful hippie who just comes out and yes, she's been single for a while and in an interview, she's like, yes, okay, I just recently broke up. I, I, I'm just looking for someone to love me, whether it's a man or a woman. I just want someone to love me for me. That's it. I'm not I'm not saying I'm straight or gay. I'm just saying I am open to anyone who wants to love me for me. And that's what it is. We are human beings who just want love and give love. And whether you are gay, straight, uh, bisexual, it's weird categorizing people because we are all just sexual beings who happen to find a mate, whether it be. 
George Michael. Yeah, okay. whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> whatever it may be. E.T. Right. E.T. is looking for love. But it's beautiful to see yeah. these top icons come out and open the floodgates for everyone. Yeah. You know, and, and I agree. That's it's it's a really cool thing to see. Good. Yeah. I mean, a soul just <laughs> yeah. a, a soul just yeah, a soul just wants to be loved. It's it. Michael, this are you loved? Yeah, we're moving to social issues now. Um, yeah, we are apparently. That's okay. <laughs> it's, it's the hey. first for our podcast. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, usually it's really... music based, but yeah. yeah, this is my first Thanks time on the show. So what's this, uh, what's the? It's usually loosely music related. Oh, yeah. okay. but then it's if it goes into social issues, I guess it does. Right. I'm Alex not... brings a whole new dimension to our podcast when she does it. I'm so. not uh, usually on the show. She's our only female guest that we ever have. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had Claire. Claire. Oh, right, that's right. Claire but was I was there. also on the show that same day. Yeah. Well, Claire's been on since then too. Oh. Yeah. Um, Haven't listened. Oops. No, it's fine. Yeah, you have a busier Busted. schedule than I can even think about it's right now. First day off in eight weeks. Um, Busted. So, Kalea, when uh, when Thank you. What, what's your story like? When did you? I, I'm I'm really good friends with you, so it's kind of weird talking to you like this. But what? <laughs> I don't know you that well. Let me yeah. ask. Yeah. yeah. What's your story, uh, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a story as far as what brought I, me to where I am sitting right now. Why I know that music? Your Talk about your music. Well, why your music? Journey. Your dad's a, a guitar okay. player and a singer. Yes. Did he have that influence on you? Was that the kind of the start of it for you? Um. Yeah. They. My. Both of my parents are musicians. Uh, my mom is a pianist, and my dad <laughs> is a, a guitar player, songwriter. Both of them write songs. Um. I was always around it growing up, and I always hated it. It was something that they would always do when I wanted to watch cartoons and it was just going on and it was kind of a nightmare and they would constantly be playing. Um, when I got to, uh, I would say about 14, 14, 15, something like that. Um, oh, and not only that, but you know, when you're growing up with your parents, you're listening to your parents' music. So a lot of Beatles, a lot of Rolling Stones, and um, they had all these music books around because, of course, they're both musicians. There was a, t um, not a tablature, but just a chord book of Beatles songs. Oh, sweet. Um, nice. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was the classic, uh, they show you the headstock of the guitar. Oh, yeah. You know, just the, the first three, three yeah, frets yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then the dots <laughs> yeah. of where they yeah. go. So I kind of just, you know, sat there um, and learned how to play guitar that way. So, that's, so you had no, like, formal training or anything? Nothing. You just kind of... No, yeah, yeah no, no, no training it whatsoever. Same here. Um, and uh, just really being able to play the Beatles songs because I've been listening to them my whole life. So I just knew how they went. Uh, that developed my ear even more. And I've been playing by ear mostly my entire life. All of my life, I'm going to say. Um, and yeah, uh, so that's kind of where, you know, I got with music. And then I was, um, I was getting really into girls. Uh <laughs> And, uh, you know, one of the cool things is that they are always attracted to um, the, the way the guitar sounded. So I, that really picked up some steam there. And then, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course, the eventual, the next step would be to be in a band because now all of a sudden you've just taken your game up even further. By the way, <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just let you know, as a drummer, without a band, drummers get no action. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's our player without a band. Yeah. 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 You don't just show up at a at a, at a at a at a you know party. Hey guys, look, I brought my drum kit. Well, can I can I play you some songs? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, you can't take a chick to like you know a, a secluded UFA point. Hold on, right. with a drum kit. Hand up. Oh, she has, Alex, she has uh, a woman you, perspective okay. on the drummer. From a woman's standpoint, the most beautifully sexual thing. Hold on, let me take my pants off for this one. Is <laughs> a man singing and playing guitar. It just, it feels so 
so full of life and well, we soul. know why you like Jeff. Well, oh, that oh, has been my fantasy since <laughs> I I saw Almost Famous and I like made my decision in life. I am going Wait. to be with a musician. Literally, that changed my life. I watched Almost Famous and I was like, "This is it. I'm going to be what? a band aid and I am going to be with a musician." Jeff with a handlebar mustache would look pretty nope. close. She hates it. Nope. Can't. Really? Not nope. happening. But you saw Almost Famous. Yeah. And- nope. Nope. Doesn't that make sense to you? I thought it would happen. Jeff is so good looking already. Right? That, Why ruin I mean, it? Yeah. I mean, you Why don't. Yeah. You don't. It? You don't. No, his face is and all, red, that, all over the place. But for those that you don't, you've been listening to this podcast and you don't know Jeff's abilities. He is. Um, he's amazing at jizzing everywhere. <laughs> I can jizz all over <laughs> anything. On every it's like musical piece. Every musical piece that he does, <laughs> he can he can jizz harmonies and melodies and everything all over the place. Solos. I just spread my seed all I, over the walls. I, I, of course, I'm totally joking. <laughs> Jeff Jeff is super talented. Um, and actually, um, Thanks, Jeff uh, helps helps us out a lot, Mike, in, in this room alone. You know, yeah. especially yeah, you true. know, especially working um with the with the recordings yeah. that we're doing. Okay, so back to I your, your story. Oh, you. so anyway, no, that basically yeah. sums up. Um, and then I met Brett, and me and Brett. Um, yeah, I don't know how you. I've worked for so, you for how long? I don't know how you met. Brett the the or, way the way that me and Brett met was in um a history class, a world history class. I was older. High school. I don't high know school. why that scares me. You and Brett yeah. in world history. Is yeah, just, in world uh, history. Well, I mean, everything we learned was wrong, especially <laughs> yeah. at the school that we went well, to. That they probably told you Hawaii was like the center of the world. Um, no, uh, they, they, they actually told us that Hawaii was only a military base and no history oh, after that. Probably. Yeah. Uh. It, yeah. The school, school system wasn't really great, but, um, <laughs> but everyone around you, your uncles and aunties and you know, all the Kapunas, they were great. <laughs> What's Kapuna mean? Uh, it's like grandparent. Okay. Um, and so I met him and we got talking and he just got a base and I wrote him tablature on how to play come as you are. <laughs> and I actually wrote Speaking the tablature. For him, and I gave it to him, and he learned it. Even though, you know, I had to reteach it to him, but he learned. Yeah, he, le- he learned it, huh. and that's that's where you know uh, set off that friendship. Um, How far away did you guys live from each other? Uh, I, mean, I know it's Hawaii standards. It's but, uh, like, not not very far. Um, no, not very far at all. Uh, but so was Kona. Kona was so small. That's what I was saying. It's like down. Yeah, I guess Hawaii. It's dumb question. But that's down the road. That's where it <laughs> anyway. started that friendship, and uh, it was you know um, to this day I'm so grateful for that that moment meeting him because we definitely have traveled through so much of life together, um, you know, in, in in tough times, difficult times, and very cool times and fun times. But we started to play, and we could never locate a drummer. Ah, we could never play with a drummer, so we always just wrote and played songs with ourselves. And in fact, there's an, uh, the first album that we ever did, giving it. There's a song called "Unsafe Bridge," and that was one of the first songs that we've ever played together. That was one song that we wrote, you know, together. Do we have that? We, can I'm we bring that up? <clears throat> right. Okay. And, and oh yeah. And um, and then when we did meet Yasad, <clears throat> it was it was incredible. Then we actually had a garage. And and we, we had a garage. We had a garage. Brett uh, Brett had a garage, and we had a place to play. And for that's a, everything. For yeah, my and, first band. And we got in there. Everything. We got in there in that garage, and we fuck. We fucking made it our Wait, garage. The first song on <clears throat> "Given It" is the first song you ever wrote. It's one of them, and you know, it's you know, there's there's a lot of different songs that me and Brett have have written, but I mean, that's definitely one of the the early ones. Well, let's hear this thing. I remember, I remember, we showed ye this, and he's like, "You guys wrote that? That's pretty good." <laughs> In total disbelief. Yeah, yeah, because no, you saw you saw it was like, oh, there we go. 
How about that chorus? I like that. Chorus huh? pedal? Yeah. It's, it's actually a Korg. Oh, okay. Sounds like chorus pedal. It's a. Oh, that's pan yeah. left. This is some of the most dynamic guitars ever recorded. Who recorded this and where? Eric Yeager in a coffee shack up the mountain, up Malka. I don't think I've ever <clears> heard this. What's the song called? Unsafe Bridge. Unsafe Bridge. Yeah. I've given it by Pepper. We're yep. listening to right now. That's. I think I was, you know, about 18, 17 or eighteen years old singing this. Did you record this on Hawaii? This was in a coffee shack in Hawaii. Coffee shack. A in coffee Hawaii. shack. So awesome. How's that tone, Mike? I know you're loving it. Dude, I'm tone, loving this like more than you know. I love where the vocals are sitting as well. Yeah. yeah Mix-wise. Right? <laughs> Rhythm guitar being the loudest thing in the mix. I love it as a guitar player. Well, I think everyone left, and I told the whoever was recording us to turn that up <laughs> turn as that much as up. possible. Yeah. <laughs> Me, baby. <laughs> Okay, dude. that's enough of that. No. What? What, Mike? I, dude, I, I don't know. I'm getting hard off of this. Oh, easy, Mike. Oh, here, here. Easy, brother. Check it okay, out. Okay, yeah. But look, this is a bridge. Mike's going to jizz all over uh, it. Quiet. <laughs> sounds like ye. It still it, sounds like ye. Yeah, it still sounds like ye. What the hell am I supposed to do? It's everything dear to me. Sounds like Brett. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually you. me. No, I mean the bass. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, that the, is, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Totally his bass, though. You know what's funny is I can see Brett I can in tell rehearsal. you guys his voice like this, easily. Like, like, <laughs> that's, not yeah. a, that's not a I, tough distinction. I wish, I wish people at home could see this, but this is Brett right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the very concentrated yeah, look. The very yeah. concentrated, like... <laughs> So yeah, so that was one of the first songs, and you know, there's there's so much more to name. But so when we did meet Yasad, Brett told me that this drummer was incredible, and Yasad had been playing with metal bands, and so he kind of like was supposed to be this, you know, I guess he did like all the brown bags, the stardom, all the talent shows, uh, and everything like that. So I'm like, okay, great, let's hear him, let's Pick have him, him up. up. <laughs> so we we bring him up and and we play with Yasad. And after he's like, yeah, that was so good, man. Right on, right on. And he left. And then Brett looks at me. He goes, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what? What was that? And he's like, he used to be so much better. <laughs> and I was like, it wasn't bad. I was just happy we had a drummer. Yeah, I'm like, someone oh, banging my way back yes, there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know. And then, um, and then you know, you saw. Uh, I guess he took a hiatus for a couple of years. And then the next time he came around, and you know, he got back into it. And then uh, that's when we decided that uh, we needed to leave Hawaii to try this for real. What year was? What year was the first Yasad rehearsal? Nineteen ninety six. And you moved to Kona, or you moved from Kona to San Diego, North County. Nineteen nine, May twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. May twelfth. Yeah, so tomorrow's like- our anniversary. You knew the date. Tomorrow, yeah. really? Yeah. I've known the date forever. So, do you oh. guys? It was, have, it was the date that changed my life. Do you have yeah. a, a a ceremonial thing or something you do every May twelfth? I work. Yeah. Record music. Yeah. Hey, Working wait, when's, is hold, music. Yeah, keep at it. When's, music yeah. is when's, I love. I love my work though. So yeah, I work, and you know, it's that's, that's why we that, do what we do. That's that's <laughs> yeah. why you know. And every Playing time, guitar was so damn fun. I'd stop. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've tried to get out of the music business like eight times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike, been, I've lost a lot of sleep over the music business. <laughs> uh, actually, this is a totally true story. I was down and out in like in like 2011, oh, yeah. like for for a brief period, and I I swear I took an interview at uh, Terranea Resort. I have a friend that was like just he was a, a waiter there. He, I was in a band with him for a while, and um, he's like, "Yeah, no, just lie, just you know, pretend like you know you you've served before. They'll be fine. Like they'll, they'll hire you, and then you can do your thing." And I'm like, okay, this is going to be weird. So I go and I interview and I... You expand the truth. And of course, I could not lie. Like me as a truth. person, I just... You're like, so do you know how to make a so-and-so? You're like, well, I can work Pro Tools like super well. You yeah. make a story. <laughs> and, and like, make a so story. I, my story was that I didn't fucking belong there. And so I <laughs> drove out of there <laughs> so... One thing you don't say no, in an interview. No, but I drove out of there you're so fast. I was listening. I put on... um, What's it called? Uh, um... Oh, fuck the Pennywise record with the about time. Mm-hmm. I put on about time. I blasted it and I drove out of Terranea and drove home as fast as possible. And I knew to fucking God, I was not leaving the music industry. It was one of those moments where it was like, I don't care what I have to do. There's no way I'm I'm not doing that. And flash forward a year or two later when you're working at Apple and every day I'm telling you to quit. <laughs> every day, except these guys took me to the next level, which was to flash forward a year and a half. And I was True. in fucking, um, what's it called? Uh, Morrison, Colorado, on uh, <laughs> my first time at Red Rocks ever doing front of house for you. Guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Trial by fire, huh? Oh, seriously. Fire? Right. Here you go. Go. Yes. <laughs> that's like, hey, if you want to come back up to to Earth, you have to go down to hell first. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, to let Why? you know, to let you know, though, I mean, to sound bad at Red Rocks is like you really have to try to sound bad. You could at actually Red Rocks. turn everything off and it would sound good. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So it was that, a per- yeah. it was a perfect platform. Um, it was a perfect. Yeah. It was a perfect platform the whole way through. So I. So Michael, you, real quick. Yeah. Because your whole rise to this music career and success has very much come within the Pepper organization. Where and how yeah. have you seen your music career and life develop? And what has been the turning point for you to realize that? This is what I I am going to do for the rest of my life, and I am proud to be doing what I am doing. Uh, wow, that's heavy. Fox Sports. Great question. That's a Fox Sports. That's question. A Fox Sports. <laughs> Great question. Right she must um, do that for a living. Real, I'm going to answer your question, but first, I just I thought Ouch. this was the case, so I Denied. had to point it out. Oh, it's just like it's such a good question. That yeah, yeah. yeah. Right then I'm going to but I don't want to forget. Side. I don't want to forget this. So, did you know that tomorrow's Clint's birthday? May twelfth. Yeah. No, I did not. Thank so, you so much. Your yeah. manager? Pepper's birthday, Quinn's birthday. No, no, no. Uh, no, that's our front of house. Front of house. Front house, the day you became... Ba-bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Sweetheart, I just want to be ba-bam every day. Ba-bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I just want to wake that. up every morning. My I'm like, goal. Right. I did it. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I just I had to take that quick. Now but, come no, back, Michael. If, um, if, about you. <clears throat> oh, well, all right. Well, it is because we are now with, you know, a leader, the, well, a big okay. part of the so band you're working with. Uh, you guys asked me to do sound for you like three different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third time, I think I finally said, all right, I'll do it. But I literally had nothing else to do. I was working at Apple. Ouch. I'd quit a job that I should never have quit because I was an idiot young kid. That's yeah. win next I disagree. door. Uh, no, I disagree. No, I still think like there are moments where I'm like, okay. Get whatever. back to it. Anyway. You guys have basically given me, you guys have always believed in me, which is something that is, that's a lot to be said about you, you know? And I think that's given me more, 
sometimes I feel like I don't have the the kind of chutzpah to do what I do. Very I'm Jew too nice. I'm too nice sometimes. Jewish, so that's okay. And it comes down to like, okay, maybe he doesn't have like that like uh, like opinion, you know. And you guys have always believed in me, and and I think that in turn you guys have made me better at everything I do. I can now do two different jobs very, very well. Be three if you include monitors and front of house as separate so jobs. So what are those three jobs? Well, I could record before I met them. So that's four jobs. One. <laughs> that's one. Now um, I can do monitors for pretty much any band. Two. I think. Um, you can. Don't think. Keep and going. three, I can do front of house for any band. And Let's you can produce. Oh, and I can drum tech. That's and point. produce. That's five. Well, that's record. I'm just including well, that. That's a whole other world. Yeah, that's Holy. a whole other world. You've had that on yeah, I've had Holy that. Holy balls, Kaleo. Thank you for building a man. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'll, I'll just say this. It's like, uh, <clears throat> that's that's why you belong where you are. Yeah. It's because you're so passionate about it that it extends over different um, different duties. Yeah. Over and, over it all. And, you know, it's it's really cool. That's just, but. <clears throat> thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> thank you. And um, we should all hug. We definitely will. And we'll get a, a picture at the end, too. Yeah, that's a must. Yes. Lots of cheers everywhere. Cheers. Oh, right. All over the place. photo. Oh, yes. All over. This place has no idea what's Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Another Take brought to you by Jizz. Jizz. Yeah. <laughs> no one's Jizz in particular. It's just going to be Jizz all over the place. No, Mike, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure to, you know, work with everyone that we've had the, the privilege of working with. You know? Yeah. It really is. It's, it's an amazing life. Um, I'm, I'm super grateful uh, of course, there's you know things that rub you the wrong way sometimes, but that's all. A, it's all a part of it. It's part of growing. Hey, you it's made it this whole, whole time, you're, this whole part of your life without being in a cubicle. That's I, says a lot. I don't <laughs> even know what a cubicle is because we the made, we made a decision in do. 1997 to fucking just throw Never. it all out there. And yeah, you know, jizz everywhere. Yeah. Um. But no, it's 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 been it's been amazing. And and <laughs> so, of course, when you uh, you've had you saw it on the show. Yeah, plenty of that. Right, yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, and uh, when you get Brett on too, you know, it's 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 really I, I credit a lot of this um this success. I'm gonna call it a success. It is a success. It is I success. Um I'm gonna credit a lot of the success to being where we're from because people it is so amazing to be from Kailua Kona in Hawaii. It is the thing that at the base of it all, the three of us understand like where we're from, where we want to be, where we're going, but where we're from. And it's, it's so important that when you listen to us, that we can actually relate that clearly. Sometimes it gets lost because we've been away for a long time, but there was some magic like injected in us, you know, living there and we really got it. And we still have it. And it's, it's just a look that I can see in the other boys. When I just look at them, I know that magic exists. And it's, it's such a cool thing that it's very hard to explain, but it's, it's ever present and it's really there. And I really credit the success of this band because we were instilled with magic from Kona. I, I would say 100%. I would well, agree I mean, with that. With your band, it's not like someone quits and then you replace them with some other like that's that's not how that band would work it's because you all grew up together lived in the same place it's yeah. two thousand miles away from all of us hold on alex is raising her hand Joe. oh sorry she's in um <laughs> i never want to 
cut someone off when they're super passionate about something, Kaleo. <laughs> I want <laughs> I want to give you a high five from afar. For um, high five, high five, That's nice. high five. Been nice. This has been nice. For realizing that and understanding that, and I think mm. you guys do a really amazing job of explaining that and really showing, showcasing that in your music. Of this is where we came from. This is who we are, and this is who we want to share with you. What I like about Hawaii too is I'd stay at my buddy's house out there. He lives in Wailupe on Alex. the south shore You're of Oahu. Welcome. I'd be out there. He's like, "Oh, it's my cousin Jesse." I was, "Oh, nice." So it's like, what your mom's uh, <laughs> nephew or something? He's like, "No, no, no. Like we're not related. It's just it's my cousin Jesse." Yeah. <laughs> like everyone is, <laughs> everyone's just family that's out there. Like if you become friends with someone, like that's now your family, which that's not the case in Los Angeles at all. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, it's funny though because it can be the case. It can be the in, case, in but Los I just Angeles. mean in general. You not can like have that. Yeah, you can have you can. that magic. Yeah, it, it, I like if, to live that way personally, but for the most part, you don't see. In right, Hawaii, that's I, I, just I how understand. it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I understand completely. <clears throat> but yeah. um, yeah, man. So when Thank you when you guys moved, when you guys moved out here, you were how old? You twenty, Ooh. I think. So you couldn't drink. No, no, I had a fake ID. Oh, you could yeah. drink. drink like a motherfucker. Right. Duh. I uh, could drink and the try um, and stop oh, me. And Yasad had a, a, a ID as well. Duh. And his ID. <laughs> Check this name out. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish we had a, a picture of this for the website. Check this one out. His ID, and this just got reminded the other day. His ID said, Yannick Franz Larson. <laughs> Did he choose it? And I swear to Dude, you. Dude, I'm going to text him right Did he choose it, it in Santa Alley? Oh my God, can we get a picture it of that? It looks nothing like Yassad, and oh he was God. so confident. Was it here? or? Yes. Okay, Here. so Santiali. Oh yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Yannick Santiali. Larson. That is and so good. I, I just remember him showing me, and he's so confident and so happy. Like and he's just like, woo, check woo. it out. Yeah. And I just looked at it going, oh my God, bro. It, it's like a Here we Mc, go. McLovin. McLovin. Yeah. It was that was the original McLovin. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. I just texted him. Oh, so yeah, you good. should get a response. I, I just that texted so him. Yes. What up, Yannick Franz Larson? Yeah. <laughs> if, he has a, if he has a picture of that anywhere, we need to post that on well, the website for this episode. Yeah. It has to be. Um, so, we, yeah, we moved earlier. But you know what happened was, um, well, three of us were making a really good living waiting tables. You know, uh, Yasad was working at a restaurant called Roy's, the original one that started in Waikoloa. I was working at the Chart House, and Brett was working at the Big Island Steakhouse. And we were making about, I don't know, three three fifty a night. Oh, really? That's not bad at all. It's so when great. you moved out here, you had some cash. Yeah, we saved up a little bit of cash. But again, we put a lot of money into making that so demo. You guys, you guys had that moment, though, where you all put your hands in in a huddle and said, let's go fucking do this. And we're Actually, yeah, it, it, that's a really uh, good point that you brought up. No, we, oh. no, no. <laughs> I, sure. I basically, um, I, I went to Brett's house. He was living in a place called The Pines. And I went to his house and I'm like, let's do it. Let's put in the two weeks right now. Let's call you sod. Or, I'm sorry, let's page Assad. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's page Assad. Let's, let's make it. Let's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, page yeah, yeah. Uh, Assad and let's tell him to put in his two weeks. You put in your two. I'll put in. We'll do it right now. And so that was it. And in two weeks, we were out. You were the instigator. Did it. you have a plan or, or nothing? You just Our plan was a no plan plan. Uh, we did have we did have Muff. <laughs> Very Hawaiian. We had Muff who, if you don't know uh, the band, um, this is one of our, our friends from um, you know high school. She's Tiffany Brown. And she gave us a place to live. We 
basically when we first moved over here, it was in Carlsbad. She had a two bedroom apartment. One bedroom was hers. The other bedroom was me, Yasad, and Brett. We <laughs> had, we had, that. yeah, we had a drawer, me, Yasad, and Brett. And then we had two futons, not the uh, wood part, just the mattress. Yeah, oh, we yeah. had two, f- uh, they fit in the room barely, and one would overlap the other. We called it the limo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And this is the first room that we lived in. And so uh, whoever got to bed last oh, had to there. sleep in the middle. So they were rolling to, they were, they were rolling either to that person or that person oh, yeah. all night, oh, you know? And uh, so- Basically playing pinball. Muff gave us, yeah. Muff gave us this incredible, you know, situation. We got over here, we bought a van. Um, Yasad's dad, Fa, also yeah. known as The Law. The Law. He, um, with the- is that where Law Records came from? Yeah. Okay. And we'll get into that. Oh, okay. I should write. I wonder if they're on Spotify. Who? The Law. I don't know. Might want to give it a try. Um, so anyway, he sent up the PA. We bought um, a van, a 1976 Dodge Sportsman, and we hit the road all the way through. And that's basically how we did it. And Muff really, she picked us up at the airport, you know? She was the, she was the, and, she and was Muff, the point person. Muff had a starring role in Give It Up. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, is she yes. the voice? She's the voice. She's the voice. She's the voice. Sorry, of the girl. thought it was you. Yeah. Thought it was you, ah. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Aye, aye, aye. So that's Muff, and Muff is uh, an incredible vocalist, and incredible act. She's an incredible human being. Yeah, um, she really is. She's beautiful. Her just huge boobs and just super. That's just, what it's all about, right? Well, not all, but you know, something. I'm a, I'm a big fan of anatomy, especially female. Um. Another victory for boobs. Yeah, I found the law. Awesome. The law Should I play the, and law? the law one? Not, not quite yet. Okay. Oh wait, wait, which which ones do you have? Do you have the Royal Serpent of Egypt? I have the whole album. I have the you play know the, the album? Royal Serpent of Egypt, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and this is uh, so. What I'm going to say is, Yasad's dad, the law. He's been like an amazing music mentor to the band. This is his rock band and, from yeah. the '80s. I'll find which, a cover to put on the on the on the pepper on on the the. Another take website. So was that Yee's way in? Just throwing Very it out there. To, uh, the fact Man that his dad Mountain. was in yeah. this bam, bam, band bam, bam, bam. was this Yee's. This is in the this door? is Yasad's lineage. All right. His dad was the right. drummer. Did he sing at all? His dad was the drummer, singer. This is a different band. No, no. We're finding out this may not be the right law. No, no, no. It's No, no, no that's a different no, band. In it. fact, we should tell Fa so he can sue these people. Because awesome. this song came out March 1st <gasps> of oh. this year. No. So, no way. Yeah, so we should. we should. What? Uh, is this going to be the pinnacle of yeah. a lawsuit? Yeah, this is. All right. You heard it here the first. Here you heard it on another tech podcast first. Here we go. What? Gnarly. I transferred this from vinyl for yes. your song. I'm here so happy go. that you did. Yee, we got a story for you. It sucks. As musicians, though, let's let's bring it to that topic. Is that Go ever on. a fear that you're going to write a song and someone else is going to try to steal your creativity? <laughs> to be honest, mine's always the opposite fear. When I write a song, I'm like, did someone else write this? I always, like, I always have that thought in my head, like, this. where did this melody come from? I always kind of chase it that way. Why? Uh, just because there's been a billion songs that have been written, so I'm always wary as to whether or not i'm infringing on a copyright um i, I don't really give a shit Good. if i'm uh, infringing I, on a copyright or whatnot 
I've uh, actually come around that I don't anymore. Is yeah, my point, but yeah, I it, was for a while. What's really cool is, um, you know, fuck. I mean, do we ever really own music? No. Is it not a creativity of your brain? You know, some some could say like, yeah, you know, I own this piece of music, but I mean, do you really? Did you come up <laughs> with course, every? I guess say otherwise. We've this. already had a podcast on like the. Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. We did talk about the Pharrell thing. Yeah, with uh, Pharrell getting sued name? for seven million dollars. Okay, and... but if you listen to it, it's creepy similar. Right, but I mean, I again, didn't, I guess I didn't your point. It just it sucks until, until you write a hit song and then someone's taking it from you. Well, then that—that's what we're calling the music business, and I've always hated the music business. It's a business that I'm in, and but you know, it's it's one. It's an industry. Yeah, you know, and when you it is, it is unfortunate to see how money can pull out you know, things that weren't even really there at the beginning or the dawn of the creation of whatever it was. Right. But when you get to the end, you have to, because at the end of an album, you spend countless hours and days crafting and molding your art. And when you come to an art piece, and if there is a moment within that art piece, it's like, hey, this kind of sounds like another song. You think someone within the process would be like, hey, just to bring this to your attention, it kind of sounds like this. And if it does, you're like, uh, what do you do at that moment? Which does happen. I've had that happen in songs before. Yeah. I mean, it happens. I mean, sometimes someone telling you it sounds like another song is either a compliment or a detriment to your creativity. Well, sometimes yeah, you it agree? sounds like, identical. There are times where I've, I've held back from telling people. There's other times where I've not held back because I want them to know, hey, this has been done before. Yeah, it's just like it's a great melody and it's fucking awesome, but someone just used it like a year ago. Like <laughs> I don't know, Bruno Mars just had it in a song recently and if this song becomes a hit, like, you're going to get sued. So right. it's like you want to bring it up, but you also don't want to bring it up. What's your thought? What are your thoughts, Kaleo? Uh I mean, you know, there's there's so many ways to look at it and there is no really right answer. My personal opinion though is uh after I'm dead and gone, you want people. Will I care? No. So why now? But do you want Definitely people not. Well, to because play you'll your be locked shit? in a court battle for a year or two. It's just, it's, I, I don't, I, I, it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, I, maybe I'm just learning how not to be attached as I used to be. But do you want people things. to feel inspired? Well, by I want, I want people, I want people to hear sure. a song of mine like I've done before. I've heard my heroes play a song and I've played that song and I've altered it. Mm-hmm. And then I made it into another song. Why? Because I took the music somewhere else. I found the music somewhere and I took it somewhere else. And okay. I think that's how music lives. Let's take a look at Led Zeppelin. But that's where they, they, play, they, play, they play the blues. And then, exactly, they play the blues. And then, not the first people to play the blues. No, yeah. no, not at all. Not even yeah, close. but they yeah. took those songs and they took it somewhere else. Now people know that music as that. And to me, that's kind of what music is. I, I, at this point in my life right now, I like to hear where the music came from mm-hmm. and where it was taken to. And I where agree. you can bring it I mean, next. at this stage of the game, too, everyone does it. It's just a reinterpretation <laughs> of Michael, what's already what's been this? out there. That's a pretty bluesy riff. Yeah, they're not the first blues band. <laughs> they just but now, they in- reinterpreted it. Yeah, right. But listen how listen to where they take it. That is not a blues voice. No. No. 
You know, listen to where they're taking it. And this is what I appreciate about the music world that I live in. Which is funny, like, I guess the ultimate to make it full circle for all of our podcasts is we had one podcast that talked about Stairway to Heaven. They're being sued for Stairway to Heaven right now. Yeah. Ooh, saying that they stole yeah. it from someone for something that's so less related than any of other songs they've written. Because they, they do a lot of blues stuff, which is just a, it's not a ripoff, it's just, it's just blues, which has been used forever. And then they have Stairway to Heaven, which they wrote, and now they're getting sued for that one, which is... And this is, this is kind of the reason why, uh, you know, money can can turn it around can fuck everything up and it, it becomes you know a, a place of like what was really cool is now a place of, of dark yeah you put a band now all of a sudden it's worth a billion dollars like led zeppelin and right. all of a sudden there's lawyers involved in everything yeah exactly i they think you should watch other. kurt cobain's documentary i can't wait in fact yeah montage Nirvana. of hack yeah montage of hack i highly recommend for all of you Nirvana. jeff and i Oh, well, Jeff watched it a couple nights ago, but I finished it last night. and I, I watched it twice. I highly recommend it to anyone in the music industry just to, to understand um, where oh. going from having success to having unlimited success can take you and where it can take your brain and yeah. where you think his brain may have been, but watching from a uh, an artistic point of... Yeah. How and where and why and how come? I mean, there's so many questions going into the documentary of where, where yeah. it can go. You really go. see the darkness of Kurt well, Cobain. Yeah, and I think I I haven't seen it yet, but I imagine that it's it's definitely something that um like is a is a good as far as from what I've heard about it, it's a really good representation. Educational. Of um, so I know you've got to get going, Kaleo. So I was wondering. The, just real quick, give me your last because uh, time is running out here for you. Uh, give me the l- okay. You gave me three albums that you listened to. Yes, UB40 mm-hmm. was one of them. Well, yeah, these are. And uh, I, w- I was asked the question though: What were my three, three first, first albums? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which one would you think? Let's let's just go with this because we don't have that much time. Okay. The most influential: the UB40 or Paul Simon. And I'm gonna just take a gander. That's that's a that's one. a very difficult question. Um, I would think so too. It's a very difficult question as far as uh, as far as lyrically goes. I mean, that 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 Graceline album, I I continue to learn from. However, like taking the music somewhere past where we found it, I've done that with UB40 songs where I have just played a UB40 song and just kept playing it and playing it and playing it until it came something else. Well, it definitely fits more your style. You know, and, yeah. Where you guys are at Pepper wise. So, what's your song? I mean, kid, seriously. Uh, one song. Pick a song. One. All right. If I'm picking, if no, I'm picking, if I'm picking one song, let's go to "Labor of Love." Yeah. And uh, let's actually go to um, on "Labor of Love." Let's go to uh, "Not Sweet Sensation." Yeah, I'd like to go to the one before that. Uh, Please don't make me cry. Yes. Boom. Okay, Cleo, explain the feelings you got when the first time you heard the song. Please. So I, I must have been like, I don't know, 11? Yep. 10, 11 or something Dope. like that. I see a trend, too, with the have George Michael songs. Yeah. a lot of space. Yes. I really like, too. Yeah, just space. Big. Yeah. And, and the lyrical content, I wasn't able to get a grasp yet at 11. But I loved the way the story was being told. That's what I liked. I just love the space. You're a storyteller. Yeah. 
please don't make me cry. And those harmonies you can appreciate, Jeff. Definitely. <laughs> Every day of the week. Yeah. Hang it with them. That's a drum machine, right? I don't know. Their drummer's so it sounds like it. Yeah, their drummer's so good too. He might just be that tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so good too, and he plays electric drums. If you, yeah, but, oh, you know, a drums, really cool thing it. though, it's a one rhythm song, so it doesn't change. The only thing that's changing is the story, vocally. So that's Which is a, kind it's of a hat off your... to songwriting for because yeah. sometimes you need like all these eccentric uh, structure to your songs and all these changes. Right. Sometimes you can use the same chords the entire song and it rocks. Yeah. As a songwriter, I like the I like the songs that use the same chords the whole time, and the chorus is still huge somehow. Yes. Even though it's the same chords as the verse. Right. How do you do that? I love like that. that's when you have a song like that, and all of a sudden you're like, "Holy shit! I don't have to change anything." Yes. Fuck yes. Awesome. That <laughs> one rhythm track that I love. You know. Yeah. I like to start with that, and then if you have to add chords, then you add chords. Whoa. A lot of horn in UB40. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just didn't expect to like... They're very horny. This, this solo very reminds horny. me of uh, a Phil Collins song. <laughs> Which is your favorite. Uh-oh! Yes. yes. Phil oh, yeah. Collins it is always being comes mentioned back to by Mike Sutherland. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Weird. I agree with you too. Phil Weird. Collins is, you know, a, a beast. But what I love about uh, UB40, especially this song, having it open like this, when you do bring one instrument in, it's like... Boom. Yes. That's that instrument. It's yeah. not whereas the more you bring in the less focus is. And I like songs that have less in it. So that way when something happens there's a focus. I mean like Beatles being the perfect example. Yeah. It's like when there's a drum solo, it's like you're only hearing drums. Now drums yeah. are gone. Exactly. Now there's a vocal part. Yeah. Now there's this. So And that's what we're, you know, that's what we're aiming for with the new record. Which is the benefit of a three piece too. Yeah. If you keep it that way, strip then the when everything that you do that's cool, you just put that right up front there. A hundred percent. Pull it back. Yeah. Um one of one of the songs I was listening to when the just it just came on my radio like not too long ago and I'd never actually listened to it in a way that just a production value standpoint yeah, right? was the police every breath you take oh, oh yes man yeah it's For crazy how shit. oh but but it's not no I know like but I mean you've got that uh you've got that piano let's see uh here it is. Comparatively, too, you got to think about the police's previous recordings. Now that's some fucking raw shit. Why? They just were. They were raw. raw. They were like three instruments. And then when you get to synchronicity, it becomes like they they you knew they knew exactly where they were going. So did they revolutionize that kind of music? Uh, But now now check this out. You hear that the drum tones and everything. Oh yeah. Very different Stuart Copeland drumming here. What I like on a side note is this song is he's talking about a stalker. Yeah. Which he, I love he, too. Yeah. That's, that's so psychotic. <laughs> Super like. Well, th- this is a departure because it's really, previous to this, the d- drums are really dry. Right. You got that reverb on the snare. There's definitely something on the snare. Yeah. The snare is hitting. It's the decay you on the snare. That little bass. Now, when the bridge hits, then we have this giant... Orchestra- orchestrating oh thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right here. Just a paddle. Yeah, other than the pad back there, it's, it's pretty much... Yeah. With a pad as well. Pad. Yeah, pad, more right. pad. Yeah. 
guys are all making really funny movements with your hands, and I have well, no idea what's going on. We're yeah, playing, so Mike's organ, going like this, Jeff's going like this, Claire, I looked over at you, and you understood what was going on. I have Everyone no idea. Everyone has their past hands. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. They're here. Bum. Just yeah. a single note. Bum, 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 bum. That it's counter, super that, minimal. That counter melody, though, is brilliant between the voice and that bomb, bomb, bomb. And that's what heads half notes on the right key right there. Yeah. yeah. And then on the second. Then, uh, bum, yeah, exactly. Bum, and when it comes over bum, here. Bum, bum, bum. Keep going, Mike. Bum. Right. Bum. Right here. And again, so keeping the half thing going. <laughs> yes. Half note going. Super sexy. Bass is but super still, like, but nothing. Just. As far as productions dun, go, like dun, very dun, minimal. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. It was a pad and then like a simple key thing. Every half note. Still. Right that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cleo, thanks for coming on. We oh, so no, no. appreciate thank, it. Thank you guys for having me. That's all me. the time we got today. I, I got a... Uh, it's rare. I got a super hot date tonight. Yeah, uh, every yeah. night I got of the one week. today. So, so uh, I uh, I got a I got a Haley no, Meyer. You're you're fine. Right, but Take. um, I did I did want to tell the uh I, I wanted to tell you guys uh that um I love stuff like this, and I love being in a space that creates things like this, allows things like this to happen. This is adding to the space that we're creating together. All of these cool creations. Yep piggyback to the other creations being made as well and then you have this just amazing you know momentum of creativity and the the room can really feel it i don't want to get all hippy dippy super spiritual or whatever it's okay right but i I will say that you know sometimes when you walk into a room you understand what you're walking into definitely right right welcome you You should be able to walk in and pick up a guitar and just play or just do whatever you want to do and be yourself and you want to play you know and yeah, yeah, yeah and that creativity comes into it and so, like, uh, adding the energy here, it's, it's fantastic. And yeah. uh, not only that, but it's, it's passion. Yeah. It's a conversation. It's passion. Yeah. So thank you guys very much. Dude, you're and, the best. Uh, thank I'm, you. You guys are the best. I'm looking, right. I'm looking forward to doing this, uh, all three of us one time, uh, the band Pepper, if you guys would be willing oh, no, to no, do no. that. Well, dude, That's a layup. Gonna, yeah. uh, summer tour, I've got to do this every We know where week, to find somehow. you guys. Oh, perfect. So we'll do this in the summer. Oh. I'm going to fly out one of the shows, too. I'll be there. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, you know, you can't I'm just, you, you can't just hang out. You're going to work. We're going to set up a mic on the side and a guitar. Yeah, yeah we'll you got You got to work with us. Well, I'm shooting for maybe Red Rocks this year. Yeah, I've yeah. never, Jeff... never been there before, so I'm possibly. It'll be there. Jeff's first performance at Red Rocks. <laughs> if not, we'll do a and podcast backstage. Back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gentlemen and ladies, thank you so much. Thanks, Clay. I appreciate it. Man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, dude. Thank um, you. And I will see you tomorrow. Yes, and before, yoga yourself. And before we uh, forget, let's take a photo. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank God. You. We would have forgot. What a pro. We're the worst. All right. All right. All right. Love you guys. All right. Aloha. For more information about Another Take, please go to anothertake.net. You can find photos and videos from the show and a link to our Spotify page with a playlist from today's episode. 